And it'll be the best damn episode ever. And of course, that's what's on the recording. Beavers. Uh, so, <laughs> sneak it in. I uh, gotta get it in there. Okay, so this is the Christmas special, DGMH's favorite things. Any questions before we get started? I've been drinking all day. <laughs> but what the hell? It's time to grab a drink with some great minds in history. So, welcome to the show, everyone. Today, I am joined by all your favorite DGMH guests, Luke, Sherry, Kelly, and Cullen, as we get ready to tell our favorite Christmas histories with, of course, a twist of psych. We debated for a while as to what the hell we were going to talk about on this first ever Christmas holiday special. I mean, it isn't like Thanksgiving. The history of the holiday is old, complex, and, you know, honestly kind of confusing. But eventually we landed on sharing our favorite Christmas stories, and I think we have a pretty good lineup for tonight's episode, so get ready for DGMH's favorite things. So how's everyone doing tonight? Good. Fantastic. Everybody's the least favorite question, because let's be honest, we already did this 10 minutes ago. <laughs> and it's just like, as much as I don't want to, you know, whatever. But first, it's some history for you, a reason to drink for me. It's the history of the great minds that made history come to be. Ho, ho, ho. It's the Christmas special. So where did we decide? I already forgot. Uh, we're going to... You're next, I think. Oh, right? I'm... Hey, actually, a pretty good segue, because we were talking about religious uh, mixing, and I'm going to talk about the guy who made that all kind of have to happen in the New World. So the story I've decided to cover is the story of La Navidad. I've covered this a little bit before, but for my Christmas story, I decided to revisit our old, and I say this lightly, friend, Christopher Columbus, who actually landed in Hispaniola for the first time on Christmas Eve. That was the very day that his flagship actually ran aground, and in true Columbus fashion, and this is something I actually learned in researching this, he, he refused to take blame for the ship running aground himself, even though it was his flagship and he was the commander and admiral of the ship. Instead, he said he was asleep when it happened and a young boy was responsible. To which I say, why the fuck did you put a young boy in charge of your flagship? <laughs> you couldn't find anybody else. Honestly, uh, Columbus always thought that the Santa Maria was, quote, less than seaworthy. And really that's probably true. Uh, the Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria were these three ships that, that Spain didn't care about losing along with Columbus. So Columbus knew the ship would have to be abandoned. So what he did was he dismantled it and made it into a makeshift fort and established the first settlement, European settlement in the new world, the Fort La Navidad. And it was established on Christmas day, hence the name. There was no room on the Nina. Columbus was forced to leave some of his crew behind, peacefully negotiating with the local Taino chief, whose name, oh God, I won't even try and pronounce correctly, Guacangari. Uh, but anyway, Columbus was allowed to establish a small trading post, uh, left 39 men there, including the ship's doctor, Louis de Tour, who spoke several languages, including Hebrew, Arabic, and of course, Spanish. The reason that he was brought along was because they thought that they would run into some Arabic-speaking merchants in, in Asia. Uh, they weren't in Asia, for one, but uh, the, the irony of that was uh, when the Portuguese first landed in India, they ran into people speaking Portuguese, which was uh, quite fascinating because the merchant, the Arabic merchants had spoken Portuguese enough that when they were like, oi, to the bame, and they're like, hey, oi, to the bame. So Columbus put Diego de Arana, a cousin of his mistress, in charge, and he was left with one simple order, find gold and wait for Columbus to return. Merry Christmas, he said, and left. So Columbus did not return for another year, and when he did, he found some unsettling reality. The entire fort had been burned and abandoned. All his crew was killed. A new settlement had to be established in its place, La Isabella, and that would be the first permanent European settlement in the New World. In many ways, La Navidad served as a symbol 
of the pattern of Euro-American interactions to come. Basically, they would always fail. I also know that it has been sort of an adventurer's game to find remnants of the Santa Maria slash La Navidad, and nobody has. So, you know, something else that came to mind, and I just had to think about it, was, you know that Christmas song, I Saw Three Ships Come Sailing In on Christmas Day in the Morning? I love that song. It's, it's all right. It's, it's an all right song. But I thought to myself, wait a second, three ships. Is that about Columbus? And then I thought to myself, why the fuck would the Taino be singing that song? I saw three ships come sailing in, carrying disease and rapists and everything that's going to wipe out my entire civilization on Christmas Day in the morning. So I, I had to look it up because I was curious. Uh, and I think I always kind of thought it was about Columbus, and it totally isn't. Because that song is about Jesus and stuff like that. I actually read that the 17th century song could actually be about the camels that carried in the vessels that carried in the three wise men. Or ships that carried holy relics out of the holy land. I don't know. Maybe one of you do. Uh, but it's not about Columbus but I could only imagine how that song would have gone. But that's it, you know, for me. So that's my story. Any follow-up thoughts or anything like that? Was that your attempt to speak Portuguese that you mumbled? Oi, tudo bem, tudo bem, e você? Yes, hi, how are you? What, is that, what does that mean? Hi, how are you? I'm good, and you? Hey, baby. Oi, is hello. Oi, tudo bem. Is that the only Portuguese that you know? No. Oh. No, I know a little more, but not no. a lot more. I, I guess I guess that line can carry you far when in Portugal. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know a few a few phrases, but I can't carry on a conversation. There was a point where maybe I was on the verge, but not anymore. Is that like a Portuguese pickup line? No, it's just hi, how are you? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Good. And you? <laughs> that's that's all it is. All right, where are we going? We're going psychology now, right? Cheers.